Hey, good looking. Happy 2024. My name is Anna Wells. The name of the podcast is Transparency. And that's exactly what I'm giving you. Full transparency. No sugarcoating. No editing. I'm not sitting in a closet somewhere hidden. I don't have the fancy microphone and equipment. I'm just right now chilling in my bedroom. My dog, Dobby, who is the love of my life, of course, next to my husband, is laying next to me. I am looking over the pool, which was always my dream growing up in Holland. I always wanted a horse or a pool, and the pool, it came later in life, but it's here, and I'm so grateful. Um, So I'm laying in bed with this fuzzy blankie from Timu. I'm telling you, if you're not shopping on Timu, they have the best stuff for like nothing. And it's excellent quality. I got like three or four of them. So I got a little crazy. And I'm about to turn on the pool light so I can see the little twinkling of the pool lights in the in the pool. But I want to give you an excellent podcast. And of course, I want you to feel inspired. I want you to feel educated, entertained in any way, shape or form, because I really do believe, and I'm sure you agree with me, that we all have a purpose. We're all here for a reason. And we all have abilities, talents, gifts. And I do wholeheartedly believe that it is selfish for you to keep them hidden. Now that sounds a little harsh, but it actually works in your favor. Just get out, get out, share your passions, do what sparks joy. I have been binge watching on Netflix, Marie Kondo. She's a Japanese superstar. She um, started creating, um, she's an author and she did the book uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And she's all about You know how the Japanese culture, the Asian culture, and a lot of other cultures do the same thing. At the end of the day, we all do the same thing. But it's all about the energy. It's all about the flow of the energy. And there is so much logic behind tidying up your life, mind, soul, body, and everything. So it all starts with your home, right? So you want your home to be tidy and clean and neat. And I'm talking about like organizing things, like everything has its place and kind of minimalizing because in America, in the world, and I think I can say that, I think I can judge because I am a Dutchie, born and raised in Holland, traveled all over Europe as a flight attendant, first commercial flight attendant, then corporate flight attendant, which is private jet flight attendant. And then um, as I did commercial for TV, uh, lived in Egypt, lived in Italy. I mean, gosh, I lived in so many places. So I think I can judge that I can say, and I'm sure again, you agree with me that America is very, 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 very materialistic. And me living in America, I'm one of them. Yes, I am. I am. I really do believe that 
I am materialistic in a way. I mean, not all the way. It's not as bad because now when I'm saying this, I shouldn't put that out there because I say not all the way. I don't have the fancy cars, even though I would love a G-Wagon. God, are you listening? (laughs) Universe, are you listening? But I also realized that I do not want to spend the money on that right now. Never say never. I do not want to have a monthly payment on that. Um, we don't want to have credit cards. We be- we pay everything off immediately. And I really like that because I do believe that when you have money issues, when you owe, it creates stress and stress kills. And I can say that as well because my late husband died from a heart attack at 42 and we did go through two bankruptcies before he passed, a while before he passed, but that all had to do with it. And he had his own business. And yeah, sometimes it was robbing Peter to pay Paul. He was a contractor. He was an incredible human, but it was hard. It was very, very hard. And at that time, we were living in Beverly Hills. We had the fancy car. I had... um or I think at the time we only had the work van, but we started out with a Mercedes ML and a Cadillac and that all went to the bankruptcy. Oh my God, that really, now going back, that really was sucky when you see them taking your car away and you can't do anything about it. And when you have to go to court and I remember my late husband, um, he was holding my purse. I think I had to go to the stand or something to, you know, testify, whatever. And then he was covering up the CCs because it was a real Chanel purse. And after being in court at that time, I remember the lawyer saying that the judge had said that I had to give my kerchief watch, my necklace and something else um for the creditors because you know to pay off the creditors and it's it's interesting that's how they do it they will never ask for your wedding band because that has like personal value emotional value even though at the end of the day they don't care about that but they I think yeah they wanted the engagement ring I do remember that now and then later my late husband said I can't believe that didn't bother you and I'm like you know I have you Uh, that's materialistic. So I take that back. Circling back now when I put my finger on it, I am not materialistic, but I do like materialistic stuff like everyone else. And even with the designer stuff, yes, I have the real Chanel purse. I still have it. I never wear it. Um, I always have a lot of dupes and I love the dupes because they look exactly the same. I'm telling you, when you put them side by side, they look exactly the same. So I rather work smarter, not harder. So you see, I'm a typical woman. I'm a typical Virgo. I go from one place to the other place. But my point is that I think you can do whatever you set your mind to. I'm reading right now this book, uh, Limited, Limitless um, by Jim Quick. And fun fact or fun story um, is that my 
husband, my husband now, this is my second soulmate, my second husband in life. My first husband passed away when I was so young and he was so young. So thankfully I have another amazing love of my life. And when people say, you know, after you lose, um, when you're griefing, it will never get the same. No, I think it even got better. My life even got better, even though, no, I'm not living in Beverly Hills, which, gosh, I love Beverly Hills. And again, that sounds so materialistic, but what I love about it, it is, it's a walking town. The weather is incredible. The palm trees, it's so inspiring. It's so motivating. Every time I go to Beverly Hills, I'm so inspired because everything is beautiful. Everything is aesthetically pleasing. And the people, I don't know, when people say people are fake, I really don't believe that. I really believe good people meet good people. You treat people how you want to be treated. And that's really what you attract. You know, I, I really, really, really believe that. So... I'm reading this book, Jim Quick, and we met him on stage. He was on stage in San Diego. My husband and I went to this Bitcoin event. My husband at the time was very big into Bitcoin and crypto. And I think Jim Quick was maybe opening up for the main speakers or he was one of the speakers. I think he was one of the speakers. And he really impressed me. And throughout the years, I've followed him and I think I read his first book and this is his second book. And when he started, when I started in this book, it was a little dry and it was a little like a lot of facts and a lot of like, you know, studies. I'm like, eh, a little too sciencey for me. But then, and this is how he reeled me in. And I want to do the same thing. One day I'm going to write a book as well. Transparency, like my podcast. And he said in the book, okay, now I want you to commit you put your money where your mouth is, even though there's no money involved. But you you sign this contract at the end of the page and you commit every day 25 minutes you're going to read. Why 25 minutes? Because your mind, your brain can absorb 25 minutes at the time and then you need a five minute break. So I signed it, I filled it out and I felt so good about it. I'm like, yes, I am. And I was already doing that, which is interesting. I was already doing 30 minutes, but I kind of gave up on that. So when I saw this, I'm like, wait, are you in my brain? How do you know? And it's called the Pomodoro theory method. And that's what I'm doing and I'm loving it. Oh my gosh, I'm looking forward to it. I am so looking forward to it. And I'm actually reading out loud like a crazy person, but it works. And I have another trick for you. If you're not really a reader, listen to the words at the same time you're reading it. So listen to the audible version and then read the book at the same time. I have not done that yet because I'm like, hey, why do I want to spend the extra money if I have the book in my hand? Why spend also an audible? But actually, fun fact, I got this book for free. How? Because another superstar, Lori Harder, she is the only one I can stand listening to her podcast. Why? Because she's humble. She's humble. She's real. She's sweet. She is like a professional friend maker. And she really practices what she preaches. When she says she does something, she does it. So she says at the end of her, her podcast, um, she says, okay, the first... I don't know, 10 people who comment and tag and share and write little nuggets, what they got out of it. 
and tag, you know, the people who's being interviewed and herself, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, a bonus if you share the link. So it's easy for people to click on the link and listen themselves. They get a free book. And I'm like, yes, I'm all about it. I am all about it. You know, leaders are readers. I am such a such a reader. I just love it. I love to train my brain because I'm one of these people who did not finish school when I was younger. I was always sitting in the woods and it was cold in Holland. It is freaking cold in Holland. I'm sitting in the woods when school was over. So I started, you know, to go to school through the woods, the houses there when I grew up, where I grew up in Leiden in Holland and the the park, the woods was right in front of our house. So I went pretending I was going to school, waved by by to my mother. And then I sat in the woods all day, peed in there, did everything there. And it was cold. I'm telling you it was cold, but I would rather freeze to death than go to school. I hated it that much. Like hated it, like with a passion. And you should not use the word hate. I disliked it with a passion. So eventually my mother found out because the principal called, where's Anna, blah, 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 blah. So then I went to another school and I did the same thing. And finally they said, okay, forget it. And then I actually, I think I I moved to Egypt. I was pretty young. My very first boyfriend, five years, we were together. He was half Egyptian, half Italian. I moved to Egypt at commercials for TV and blah, 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 blah. But my point is I never really finished school. And then later I studied Arabic Um, got a master's in Arabic. So I had to, you know, do other schooling to get up to speed with with what I didn't finish. You know what I mean? In Holland, the education is different. In Europe, it's different. So I can't really explain. But um, I'm no dummy, but I just didn't like school at all. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't like school. And I even remember my late husband, he he actually blamed his parents that he became a contractor, he said, because his father was a contractor and he joined his father. And he said they never wanted to pay for college. And he really wanted that. And he, you know, it's interesting, people who don't finish school, who don't have a college education, they will never get over that feeling. They always feel that they're not enough. They always feel in a way like they're dum-dums, but they're really not. And it's interesting, my husband now is highly educated. Uh, He's a private jet pilot. My gosh, this guy is so smart, so educated, so amazing, so flawless. I mean, don't get me started. Um, But I never hear him obviously complain about lack of education because his parents paid a lot of money for his education and he did it. But knowing him, I also know he does not like authority. He doesn't like rules and regulations. He's a little bit of a rebel, but he still does what he has to do. You know what I mean? He still has a lot of self-control and discipline. Like he totally stopped drinking cold turkey uh, what was it, last year in June? My gosh, that seems so far away. Like from one day to the other, he just quit for me. He was like, okay, you don't like it that I drink sometimes? Then I stop because I love you. And I'm like, wow. Like now I'm saying this, I get goosebumps. And of course I quit with him. And we're both not heavy drinkers, but still I'm telling you a mocktail house, a co- an, an alcohol-free home is incredible because again, it helps your brain. And now, listen to this. When I listen to him when he's playing PlayStation, because he loves playing PlayStation and he's so good at it. And it's also the the, the challenge, the, the game, 
um, the competition and he has a whole friend group like private jet pilots and they're all playing together so when he's not at work he's playing playstation but he's still present even though he has his big headphones on he's still you know from time to time he stands up and he he chases me down and he hugs me or he grabs me out of nowhere or he kisses me or he just tells me how much he loves me and I'm like in the beginning I was upset about it because I'm like gee that's all you do you're a gamer like you know how old are you but then again who am I to complain I mean I'm living on social media I'm going live I am reading I am showing off clothing I am taking pictures I'm doing all the things that I enjoy and he doesn't roll his eyes and he doesn't judge me so why should I judge him you know what I mean but I overhear him saying to his buddies, oh, yeah, I quit drinking a long time ago and it's I feel so much better. It's better for your brain. It's better for everything. And he's like, it's easy. And I'm like, wow, I love it when I hear him say it because it really isn't easy, but it just shows what an incredible human being he is. So I wanted to share with you everything that I go through with my purpose of making things easier for you. So as a boutique owner, I remember growing up, I was always dancing and performing and in front of the camera. And I, you know, I liked it from when I was a little girl and fashion, my gosh, I want an outfit every day. And in Holland, it's really not normal, or in my household, it's not normal to wear a different outfit every day. I mean, in Holland, sometimes, or my family, because that's all I know, right? We wore jeans, you know, same jeans, and then a different sweater, you know, and same kind of outfit. But here in America, it's like, no, 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 no. I have to change several times a day, and I even did that in Holland. So I always was obsessed with fashion because I think it expresses how you feel. It's such a self-expression, form of self-expression. Um, so I change my outfits all day, every day. Like even my husband's from when he met me, he's like, oh my gosh, that's a different outfit, different outfit, different outfit. It's like fashion show every day, every day he sees a different outfit. And that's also why I believe as a married couple or living together, it's good that you have your own closet. We're together in actually a big closet here um, off the master bedroom, there's the, the master bathroom, and then there's a master closet. It's skinny, but we're both in it. So my dream goal, mission, purpose, I still want to turn one of our guest rooms into a closet, but I feel kind of selfish for doing that because there are guest rooms, you know, for my in-laws and for friends. And if I do that, I take one guest room away Oh, you hear Dobby. He's coughing sometimes. I can't control that. He can't control it. But um, so I'm, I'm kind of playing with the idea. We still want to do more to this house. We, we just moved into this house uh, March last year. But again, I want you to realize that anything you want, you can do it. Because if I can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. If I can do it, a toddler can do it. So I wanted a boutique for so long. And I always said to myself, I can't do it. I can't be a boutique owner. I can't be a girl boss. I can't be, you know, independent, blah, blah, blah. And then it was 2020. And then one day to the other, I'm like, I'm just going to ask 
one of the old boutique owners that I worked for how she did it. And I asked her and out of, I think I asked maybe one or two or three. And the third one she answered and she said, you, had, you just have to call the Texas comptroller. And every state has a different comptroller, which has to do, it's C-O-M-P troller, uh, which has to do with taxes because you have to start, you know, paying taxes. You have to do things the legal way, which makes sense, right? So I called the Texas Comptroller and had it all set up. And then you go to your town hall, city hall, and you get some forms, you fill out some forms. And now they ask you, do you want to be an LLC or do you want to be a sole proprietor? And I keep forgetting what I am. I think I am a sole proprietor, if I'm correct. I don't even know. You see how it's funny? I mean, I can look at my, um, uh, my, um, E-N-I-E-I-N E-I-N certificate. It's an, see, I don't even know what that is. Like a, a business permit. I have a permit. So I'm a business owner. So you pay a little bit money. You fill it all out because everything is about paperwork and, you know, that you can prove that you are who you are. And then every three months I pay taxes over what I sell, but I am with Shopify and Shopify makes it really easy. So you see how everything I'm talking about, it's baby steps. It's like one thing leads to another thing, to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. So I started with the boutique owner who is ahead of me, who is, I don't know, above, not above, nobody's above, but ahead of me, like five steps, 20 steps, whatever steps ahead of me. So I asked her how she did it because that's what I wanted to do. And she answered. And then she sent me somewhere and I went there. And then from there, they said, now you have to go there. And then from there, you go there. You, you know what I mean? So that's what I did. And then little by little, I just started doing it. And then I was like, okay, I would like to try a storefront, but I don't know if it's for me. I think it's too hard. And then little by little, it pretty much fell on my lap because I kept talking about it and sharing it. And then one day there was a girl who um, had a boutique in the place where I get my lashes done. And I said, oh my God, I want to do what you do. I'm a little jelly. And we became friends. And then when she pretty much wanted to move on, she said, hey, do you want my spot here? I'm moving out. Do you want to move in? I'm like, yes. So you see, talk about it, manifest it, make it happen, take action every day, little baby steps, and then you'll get there. So that's what I'm doing. 2024, I'm putting my... uh mouth where my money is. I don't know why I keep saying that. I'm like taking action because words are words, but action speaks louder than words. So every day I'm going to, or five days a week, at least read 25 minutes a day. I'm going to work out at least 30 minutes per day, five days a week or four days a week. And I'm going to do a podcast several days a week. And I'm going live several days a week, a week. So all these things will move me forward to my goal. And my end goal is to have my business be so successful that my husband doesn't even have to fly or instruct, you know, as a private jet pilot and instructor. And he can just play PlayStation and be with me all the time. And or he can pick, you know what I mean? Contract, fly contract. So sometimes he'll do trips if he feels like it. He can say no, you know, 
like that freelance. Um, and, and just the boutique, I'm loving the fashion because it's affordable, it's trendy, it's easy, it's comfortable, it's great quality. And it just makes people happy. When I see people put my clothing on and they share it or they show me and I see the joy in their eye, their spark in their eye, I'm like, oh, it just melts me. So that's what I'm going to call this podcast, um, uh, Do What Sparks Joy. Okay, love you and I'll chat with you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening and please tag, um, share and I will give away um, one of my books or a new book, whatever you're into, I will do a giveaway. I'm already giving away one of my books, which really was a game changer. Um, So yeah, if you share, so I will do the same like Lori, the first 10 people who share this, tag me, tell me their takeaway, I will send out a book. Okay, so thank you. And I'll chat with you soon. Bye.